This is the dotted line, 97.1 FM, 3MDR. There is a plethora of new music coming out at the moment, but one I particularly like that I've been listening to is an album by Michael Gate. Michael Gate joins me on the phone. Hello, Michael. Hey, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Congratulations on the EP that you've just released. Ah, thank you. Things I Forgot to Regret. (laughs) Yeah. That is a pretty cool title. Yeah, I, uh, it was a, how do I explain it? It, it, it became very matter of fact, I, I suppose, you know, listening to the songs I, um, and, and experiencing the experiences that I had to write the songs, I, a million and one people tell me, well, you're going to regret this. You're going to regret that. You're going to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, being, being where I am today, I can honestly say, I, not really, like, Sure. Have have there been good and bad things? Yeah, but to experience is to be human. So, you know, I guess I forgot to regret them. Also, uh, without them, you wouldn't have the EP. <laughs> exactly right. The, the, this conversation would be dramatically shorter if I didn't write this. <laughs> yes. Um, tell me about the EP. Where did you record it and the production of it? I love the production, I've got to say. Yeah, so... Um, I recorded it in a little studio in Paran called Melodic Studios. Um, I sort of got really lucky into into falling falling into that, and um, yeah, all the all the direction is by a by a wonderful gentleman named Sam Panetta, and yeah, he was he's been both you know management and director, and you know wears all sorts of hats for me, which I appreciate. And the songs on the EP, they are your songs? You wrote the songs? Yeah, yeah, I wrote, I wrote all the songs. Um, I, did have, uh, I, I did have a little bit of help uh, when Roses initially started as a concept. Um, you know, I was, I was told maybe add a little bit extra, and I was given, Sam gave me a couple of extra chords to chuck in that, um, which I really did appreciate, and then I wrote over the top of that as well. Tell me about Roses. So I, I I wrote Roses when I was, gosh, I was seventeen, I think, at the time. And um, to to peel the curtain back a little bit, I um, Roses was about a bunch of different girls. Just just a song about I I'd, I'd lost of friends at the time. I was in Year Twelve, and um, so I just wrote about the best qualities of all my friends, really. And I and I just turned it into one super person. Uh, tell me about the production of the song too. You've got actually two versions of Roses on the EP. Uh, yeah, no. So when when it initially came out, we um we all sat down at the end and of the uh, of Roses and at the end of the EP, and we we're talking about what song to sort of lead with. And uh, the studio was a bit mixed again, which is pretty awesome. It does mean that no one song was weaker than the other, which I do really appreciate. But I found that I liked Roses, Sam liked Roses, but the initial song is nearly five minutes long and (laughs) it's hard to find a place for a five-minute song. So we sort of sat down and started to write Roses again, basically. from Not not from the bottom up, we we took some of the best qualities of Roses and put them into a new song, like... If you had a, a puzzle and you took away half the pieces and then st- still tried to make a, an excellent picture with the pieces you had left. 
I, I did notice on the what you call the radio version, it's it's a shorter version, which like obviously designed for radio. But I did notice that um, I, I I like the way you built it. You you sort of simplified it. It builds slower than than the other version. Yeah, I I, I guess that was another thing as as well, which I I really liked when you have five minutes of song. At, <laughs> You sort of, you sort of explained this, you know, having things take a lot longer when you're actually watching them or listening to them or waiting for them. So when when Roses was five minutes long, we had to consistently change change tempos or or add things, and it and it built more like more like a stepping stone. But when you have Roses being three and a half minutes long, it's a lot easier to just start at zero and build its way up, which was a lot of fun to do. You smell like roses in the morning As the rain falls down and play Attuned to frame your face You look like summer in the evening As the crowds fade away To this perfect shade of grey and I know taking your love is kind of greedy But this feeling's something real And it's begging me to heal And the touch when we're asleep and your heart's beating Yeah, this story seems so right I'm so glad you came home with me tonight When I look into your face It puts it into place I'm the minotaur in the maze Golden thread will do to buy my heart in two with here and outer space. So life's a bit of dream if you take it as it seems, and it slaps you in the face. Sitting by the sea, had this epiphany that a smile is all it takes. And in this wreckage all I find is pieces I won't have the words to say I won't let you slip away And through tempest fires and backwards broken tracks Keep your eyes on me And baby don't look back Now songbirds start to tweet As you walk on down the street And people stop and stare Don't know what to do So I start staring too
Tell me about Still Moving. Still Moving is a very, a very interesting song. Um, when I was initially writing that, I was, I was living with my ex-partner. And, um, you know, with, with everything going on, I just felt like I, I had to express something. These songs are never intended to be offensive. They were never intended to, like, to, to, to mar someone's opinion. But they were just for me to sit down and just express my feelings because I felt like I had to talk about some of the stuff that was going on. So with Still and Moving, I, I sat down and they originally started as journal concepts, really. I've still got the journal concepts. Like, yeah, I just started writing what was on my mind and then that turned into new paragraphs. The paragraph started to rhyme and then turned into Still Moving. Still Moving was um, originally called Still and Moving, um, like the concept being, you know, it feels like you're being pushed along by a wave, like you're standing still, but life still moves on. So you need to move with it. But I felt like that sort of had a different connotation to what I meant. And um, yeah, it became still moving because, you know, that's what I'm doing. It's still a constant move forward. He sends shivers running up and down your spine Cause his touch is foreign to your skin In the 40,000 things that I've caught you doing I don't know where the truth begins Cause I know in my arms I'll keep you warm but I don't know if he'll hold you better And maybe he'll be what I'll never be Cause his suit suits you down to the letter And my touch it can't hold you from breaking free And my lips cannot soften the blow of you setting fires getting higher as we watch the world burn from below and i've never been this unsure like a deer getting caught in the road with the headlights drawing nearer yes my skin Starts to grow cold 
rain has battered the windows And I'll start to lose sight of the road Catch a glimpse of a deer in the headlights And my heart starts to grow cold And my touch can hold you from breaking free And my lips cannot soften the blow Of you setting fires Getting higher as we watch the world burn from below If I hold on too long, I'll just strangle but I love you too much to let go And it's not with a bang, but a whimper Darling, where just the faint echo Tell me about Wolf in Cheap Clothing. Good title, by the way. Uh, yeah. The, the, the title for that um, actually came when I was, I, I was having a few drinks with friends. We were talking about just funny different ways of, of saying different things. And then one of my friends came up with Wolf in Cheap Clothing, and I went, wow, I really like that. You know? I, I, and I didn't really think too much about it apart from that it was, it was a funny little title it was a it was very interesting and then um yeah i started writing this song and this song th- doesn't mince its words i think is is fair to say um i found that you know the song needed a title befitting of what the song was and you know it one sort of became the other you know i, I had originally written the song I called it Wolf in Cheap Clothing because uh, we'll, we'll chalk it up to a bit of pettiness. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it just, you know, I started changing the words. I started going, well, how how would the person I'm writing about um, be a wolf in cheap clothing? How would that fit into the song that I wrote? And that being as dark as it was was probably the you know, the, the time I started to write uh, a little bit heavier in, in the sense that, you know, it, the, the songs carried a bit more weight to them. And I remember having a few mates around and I went, guys, I wrote a new song. And they said, oh, well, you know, we'll sit down, we'll listen to it. And the first time I wrote that song, I was, you know, hot, like I was just really, you know, in the in the mood to, to belt it. And, and I was sitting around with uh, my dad and my youngest sister and, all my friends and after the song was done they went yeah no okay <laughs> like we've never said i'd never sort of sung like that before there was not that level of emotion uh, uh, different different sort of song as far as things are concerned and that was yeah 
Wolf in Sheep Clothing was a very interesting one. It was probably one of the ones I had the most fun with mm-hmm. as as far as as far as making these go. Um, but yeah, sitting down and, and even showing Sam and showing everyone at Melodic, they yeah. It was the same thing. It was we were working on some different stuff at the time. I showed them this song and they said, Well put this stuff on the back burner. And while you're in this mood and while you want to sing like this, get in the booth. (laughs) See, there's no eye in defying. But I guess if you're blind you can't see When a wolf is a wolf and a sheep is a sheep Darling, you look so tasty to me Say that religion's a pastime But he prayed on you like a church now you've up and fucked off with the mess that he is But the pain that you left so much worse You fell for a wolf in cheap clothing Forgot how to breathe so you're standing here holding The lost of a love that's left rotted and molding On the forgotten part of the road From a rose-colored window He growls in his sleep So you've learned how to tiptoe He barks when awake And the walls feeling pain Sting glass, your cracks start to show
Michael Gate has joined me at a suitable social distance, uh, and we've been talking about his new EP, Things I Forgot to Regret. If I want to get hold of a copy of this EP, how do I do that? Okay, so I'm I'm reachable on Facebook and Instagram and by email. Anyone feels like contacting me, I'm on Instagram at um, underscore gate official. I am Michael Gate on Facebook and you can find me on Gmail as well. And getting a copy of the EP? So um, as far as copies go currently, they are only online. Um, I am making, like I'm bringing out hard copies. Um, however, due to, <laughs> due to the current glo- global snafu of sorts, um, production had to be halted a bit. They'll still be coming out. Do have a big cartel which will be live as of this this coming week. So mgatemerch.bigcartel.com. Tell me about paper plastic. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I I guess I'm gonna sound like whipping a dead horse here, but that was so much fun to actually sit down and create. When when paper plastic came out, it was originally <laughs> again it, it was it was a song that was that was befitting of the moment, I suppose. It was, you know, I was, I was, had moved on. I was writing about different stuff. And a lot of the, the, the song is look how better off I am now. Like I was, I, it was really an ode to the friends that I had at the top. Um, that's some I ended up moving in with, which was, which was really good. It was, it was supposed to be simple. The song itself, the vocals, we really wanted to emphasize we wanted to emphasize what was there. We didn't want to add all the bells and whistles because the song itself was so simple and elegant, really. It was just, it was, it was take this song at face value. And we wanted to try and encapsulate that. The production on this was done by? Yeah, by my, uh, by my consultancy management team, Sam Panetta, um, Peter Anderson, which are guys that actually um, work in the studio. So Sam, obviously, being you know my management and Peter working in the studio alongside, which was really helpful, and a very very decent in-house musician at at, at the drop of a call. There were a, there, there were a couple of times we did need to flesh little bits and pieces of these songs out, and you know Sam would yell, "Peter, get in here!" and Peter would run in and be like, "What do you need?" and you know it'd be everything. It was just a jack of all trades. Pick this up, play play bass pick this up, give me a drum beat, pick this up, do this. So really, really helpful. Couldn't, couldn't thank those guys enough. Yeah, they've, they've, they've done a beautiful job on it. The paper plastic track, it seems really simple when you listen to it. When you listen carefully, the, um, the amount of layering of instruments in the background is the way they built it is really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, that, I, I think this is a, a testament to the type of stuff that, you know the type of magic that we all sort of get up to when we're in there it never feels like we're really working on a track five hours can pass and then you know and and then it'll be like oh it's time for your next appointment or whatever and we would have realized that we've just sat there for five hours not like just just working on it like and that was sort of the beauty of it all like we sat down and it was such a joy to make i i never felt at all like these guys pulled the I know better card 
it, it was really good. Like when we sat down and, you know, worked on Roses, for example, we just sat and did like three different versions of it because we all liked something different. And so we worked on three different versions and whatever version came out the best, we sort of took the next step with it. And that was sort of what happened here. We just sat down for hours and, you know, after all of the, the vocal tracks were done and the guitar tracks were done, we just sort of sat down and just went, now what next? Find it funny that my bed is warmer without you Cause you lying against my chest was so damn cold Find it funny that my house is louder without you The cats run off so the mice are always home We're on this paper plastic queen-sized mattress Never seen so many faces Oh Lord, what an actress Smoking colors in these chairs We're fantastic, you're tragic Cause we're no longer on this paper plastic Queen-size mattress Find it funny that my life's less petty without you Couldn't control the power so you stole the remote We just take turns turning off the TV Down and turn on the radio Oh, so soft and slow This paper plastic queen-sized mattress It's never seen so many faces Oh Lord, what an actress Colors in these chairs, we're fantastic, you're tragic Cause we're no longer on this paper plastic Queen-size mattress Find it funny how my bed is safer without you Ships at night, one rocked, one always rolled I always thought you were a sledgehammer, vacuum cleaner You tore me down, or babe, you sucked out my soul Not anymore, this Paper, plastic, 
queen-sized mattress Only sees her face now And she's an actress Mattress